And I found out really quick that uh, there is some really good Friday the 13th players out there that have been yeah, playing this game I, from yeah. square one. And it's gotten to the point for them that because there's nothing better to do, they just make your life hell as Jason. Like, <laughs> yeah. I spent, like, even like even Kai was like, yo, you're getting bullied. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think I am. I think this is a, this is the equivalent yeah. of being bullied. Like, because I cannot. You definitely I getting something. bullied. Go ahead. And I, I, and I, and I, I was oh. kind of like tired of trying, but it was like, well, you know, I mean, it was st- I, I got to. I mean, what am I going to do? Just stand here? Right. So, yeah, it was uh, it was rough. It was bad. Uh, I just want to point out, Buddha, you're getting what you deserve because you used to bully me on Friday. <laughs> what, what are you talking <laughs> about? I don't feel bad for you at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> you were a big bully on Friday. Oh, no, me? Yeah. Come on. gentlemen what's up how are you doing it's me manny c i'm sitting here with tie fighter buddha will and the one and only dizzy baku we are part of the hardcore casuals a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated in bringing you the very best of games gaming and all things entertainment ladies and gentlemen welcome to the hardcore casuals lounge uh, oh baby, we have uh, 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 this is a good this we have so much to talk about. Oh my goodness, <laughs> and Huge. so happy to have uh, to have Dizzy back with us. Dizzy, how the hell are you? I'm doing good, man. How about you guys? I'm doing quite well, quite well. I know it's uh, super early or very late for you, whichever way you want to talk ah. about it. So we really appreciate you making it out and uh, and hanging out with us today. No problem. Um, he's powered by Pikachu right now, dude. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got that Pikachu in my veins right now. I'm good to go. I got another four more hours in me. Oh right, all right. <laughs> so let's let's we we have no time to waste. So let's let's Unreal. dive right on in and say what uh, what have we been playing this week? Uh, I picked off? up Fallout seventy six this week. Oh, and I, I can't say that I can't say that like this week was the first time I touched it. Right there was right. that break it early test application uh and i didn't really experience a bunch of bugs right off the bat so it didn't feel like a huge change between the beta and and what it is now so at least for me uh but yeah i got back in on wednesday the day it came out i think it was wednesday maybe tuesday wednesday it was wednesday uh tuesday is when it became available for a bunch of pc players and left us console players in the dust because of some glitch they all got to start early jerks anyway uh i decided that i was going to kind of go 
off the beaten path. I was not going to follow the main story at all on Wednesday. So that's what I did. And it was kind of fun, just kind of uh, poking around, finding some of my own stories. I ended up stumbling into um, what was the equivalent of the uh, Silver Spectre quest from Fallout 4. I think that's what his name was, the Silver something. Uh, but he, mm. it, 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 it's like uh, I found a group that identifies with a former actress who played in a radio superhero, right? So she played a superhero on the radio, but then now that the world ended, she had started a group to help people in order to honor this radio character. Oh, that sounds uh, dope. It was, it was interesting. So, you know, they had like this code and they did missions and they had like, you know, their own special sets of gear. And so that was, that was kind of how it began is, uh, okay, you've you've found us here. Uh, go get your first orders from your you know quote unquote handler, and then come back, and uh, then you then then we can start getting you prepared. So you go out and you find your handler. Turns out she's dead. You come back, and you've you you're now using her input to trick the computer into thinking that you're ready to go. And so now it gives you your three quests to find the gear that kind of makes you this hero. And the gear is uh, a stealth bomb, a sword, and a gun. And so I went and I found the stealth bomb. Uh, I found the sword. And then I was going to go find the gun, but then I realized the gun is in like a much higher level part of the world. And so I didn't have the, the juice to go out and get it because I knew I was going to get trampled. <laughs> so um, anyway, I was I was I was pretty happy with it. I was it was kind of cool. I'm still worried about it though, guys. I'm still worried about there not being uh, NPCs. I'm still question, worried about. Though. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm I've been eyeing about picking it up. Are you playing it on a One X or just a OG Xbox or a Slim like? On the One X. Yeah, because um, I've heard things that uh. It has trouble running on OG Xboxes. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was uh, watching I'm not, a couple I'm not, of videos and I'm not like, interacting yeah. with anyone within my Discord that runs it on the on the regular one, so I don't I don't have any reports there. But if that's an issue, that's an that's an issue. That's not good. Yeah. So I've only heard it from like three sources, so I'm not one hundred percent if it's just like, oh, this happened to just a couple people or not, but right I haven't now, heard anything else from anyone. Right now, kind of my general advice to people who are who haven't bought it yet is, especially if you've got a game or five that you've just picked up, is just pump the brakes. Hold on. Let this game develop for another month or six weeks and let them figure out what they're trying to do with it. Because I'm playing around this game and I'm going through and you, you find these hollow tapes and, and the hollow tapes and journal entries are the only way that you're really interacting with the story. And I'm not sure it's my favorite. And so I want them to kind of develop it more. I want them to develop their public events more. I definitely want them to develop the the leveling and loot system a little bit more because it it just doesn't and it just doesn't have that feeling that I wanted a Fallout game to have. So and that anyway, means that I, I don't have time for another lifestyle game in my life. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's a, that's the truth, a isn't one. it? Because those those games can absolutely take up so much time, but then all of them want you to take up so much time in their I, I, world. I know. 
I know. We need more out. We need like a, a a separate couple hours just for gaming. You know. Yeah. To, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Please. Uh, Bodybuilding.com, where I work. Yeah. Can you please just give me a couple hours a day, please? Exactly. Please. <laughs> no, but as kind of a counter to to Fallout, I also spent some time playing uh, Gears of War four this week, Ooh. and it was excellent. Oh. Uh, so I'm more than halfway through that story, and it's a lot of fun. And getting I, ready for uh, Gears Five, I'm guessing. Yes, that's exactly why I'm doing that. Is Gears Five? I still need to finish the campaign for Four. I'm like halfway done. I just need to sit down and get it done. I, I'm super I, impressed. I, I'm super impressed. The only thing that's that's a bummer for me is that there's some sort of bug in in my download, and all the dialogue within the 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 cinematics has been silenced, and so oh, I had to turn boo. on. Oh, boo! Yeah, the it's lame. Game? Yeah, dude. Oh, now it's not terrible. it's not during the gameplay. Like if I'm out like within the within the part of the game that you're playing, that dialogue comes through fine. But during the cinematics, it's like they're talking from like a hundred yards away. It's really, oh, really oh, echoing and silent. That is uh, so have like, you had to delete and re-download? Well, no, because it's a freaking hundred gigabyte download. I'm not <laughs> deleting That's the reason why I haven't finished with it. But can't you just delete the save file? Can't you just delete that? The save not. file and start yeah. over? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not today. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean I didn't know I mean I didn't know how far you were, you know. Man. Maybe maybe Gears once I've... is a long game. <laughs> it's it's been pretty good, man. I'm impressed. Um I just saved my father from the belly of the beast. Oh. Because you have to he gets like he gets like snatched up by this, you know, people gobbler. And then you you ah, chase him yeah. for like two hours, and then you find him in some. I know where you're. Yeah. So we, it was super cool. You went down into this mine that was underneath a set of catacombs that were beneath a church that like hadn't been discovered in many hundreds of years, and it's like these the 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 level design was just incredible. I'm not gonna go into it too much, but I was blown away. So if you can if you can swallow a 100 gigabyte download, uh, it's on Game Pass. Go get it. I gotta free up that space again if I'm gonna finish know, dude, it because it's so much. <laughs> it kind of blows me away how heavy it is though, because uh, Battlefield Five came out this week, or at least mm-hmm. became available this week, and it's a 38 gigabyte download. Battlefield Five is 38 gigabytes, and this game's a hundred. That's to me. That crazy. just sounds like non-compression. Like they right. have. Yeah, dude. Even... It's just it's just poor optimization. Yeah, it's just like why why even compress it? Like just chuck it out there. Yeah, Don't make space. It's like Red Dead is like you'll make space for it. Right, right. <laughs> you require you to delete other games for it. Yeah, um, that was me when Red Dead came out. It's just like delete. But that's everything. all I got for me this week for gaming. It was good, fun week. I'll uh, I'll dip my toes in the in the waters here. I I didn't play much, of course. Uh, Siege, you know, which is uh, I'm excited about the new characters. I actually had a yeah. whole hour uh, of of my stream yesterday. Where we where we showed the 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 clips of the two new characters, Cade and um, oh what the hell is her name, um, Nora I believe it is, and then the map. Uh, so very Dude, interesting. These new operators look like badasses, man. They do look pretty cool. I think uh, the, the attacker the uh, is is going to be is going to be potentially game changing. Uh, I think the defender is interesting because there's a lot of verticality, right? So uh, being able to electrify the hatches up above, um, that's that's interesting. It seems like a, like a, a reworked um, bandit, you know? Right. 
Yeah. And I was wondering, I wanted your opinion on how he was different from Bandit. Well, first and foremost, so when when you when Bandit is used, it's always in the center panel. It's always on the ground uh, center panel, right? Always. Uh, this this other character can presumably just put it anywhere along the wall. So if there's a character like, uh, who, who, who is it? Um, the guy with the freaking torch. Um, Maverick. Maverick. There you go. Maverick. <laughs> he knows exactly where to freaking go, you know. But in this case, there's a lot more wall, potential potential area to to search. So he won't be able to to run. But and of course, the huge the huge change is is being able to to get the ceiling the the hatches yeah. up above okay, yeah. that's that's the huge change you know but we don't know like what other what other uh, utility this guy has that's going to be different you know that that makes a huge difference as well i'm so, excited so we'll see we'll see and then the other one uh with, with the flanker being is supposed to be able to push you out of the way uh, yeah, i can see that being huge for bomb you know oh yeah yeah get but, out of my space yeah, definitely. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. That, 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 so, you know, Siege, of course, uh, awesome. A game I was playing, Grim Fandango. Started playing that this yeah, week. Yeah, I watched it's your the, uh, stream today. It was really it, fun. It's it's a it's a it's a 20-year-old game, right? It's the 20th uh anniversary of Grim Fandango. I've never played it. I love these games. I've played a lots of other um double fine games. But never Grim Fandango, and I was like, "It is time! It is time to to finally play this game." Twenty and, uh, years, and it's and finally time. <laughs> yeah. Now, did that come? That didn't come out on Xbox, right? That was just on PC and Switch, right? Uh, PS4 as well. Oh, P- oh, oh it could come out. Okay, all right. I didn't so see it for that. I am. <clears throat> I know that that uh, Double Fine has several games out for PS4 that are not on. Unfortunately, not on Xbox. You know. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I have it on on uh, for PS4 and uh, I'm not PS4. I'm sorry for uh, PC, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's really good so far, and uh, and yeah, Grim Fandango. It's coming out on the Switch. Nice. Oh, it's already out actually. I think it's already, it already out on Switch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe it's already my out. Money. <laughs> Spend all that money I don't have right now. <laughs> Uh, I'm down to go next. I can share what I've been up to. All righty, Dizzy. What you got? Break it down. So uh, I just started, uh, for one, for context, I just started working at uh, one of my old jobs. I work at EB Games again now. Oh, baby. Which is like GameStop. Oh. So that has not helped my wallet whatsoever. Because <laughs> right. I, I basically spend all day hearing how great other games are. <laughs> right. And so, so a customer just talks working me, for games now. Yeah. So a customer talked to me into picking up uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, mm. yep. which was very awkward because <laughs> I was in there just doing their Fallout 76 transaction. They were like, you should pick up Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I was like, oh, but I ain't touched Origins. It's like, it's better than Origins. You don't even need to play Origins. Next thing you know, in my shift, picking it up. Yeah. yeah. But then so I was like, he sold you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, well, since I'm spending money, might as well buy Spyro as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why not? Right. Well, I walk out. Yeah, tons of them right now. That's awesome. <laughs> Luckily, this is only happening because I have a staff discount. <laughs> oh, of course. So, yeah. Nice. Any other situation, it, it would have just been Odyssey, and that's it. 
Is it a yeah, good do you, discount? Is it a good discount uh, for games? 20%. That's decent, dude. That is not yeah. bad. Yeah. It's decent. And I have no two percent. jobs, so it's like, yeah, exactly. So I picked them both up. I didn't. I haven't touched Odyssey at all. I'm too scared. I'm scared it's going to be like Red Dead, where like I put it in, I start it, and there goes my week. But I put in Spyro. I was like, okay, Spyro's easy. I can, I can turn that off if I get annoyed. Spyro's amazing. It's great. Just like Crash. I love it to death. And then the next day, Pokemon came out, and that's all me for this week. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. yeah. So there's a lot of. I mean, of course, man. It's freaking quarter four, where all the games come out, and we're getting beat up. Yeah, it's yeah. The most wonderful time. <laughs> I know. And, and it doesn't help that we're three weeks away from Smash Bros. And oh man, I, I can't. <sighs> so y'all end up getting get... Smash Bros. before Pokemon. I think that's what'll end up happening. Because like right now in my head, I'm just like, I got to finish these games before March, well, before February, because I know when Devil May Cry 5 comes out, that's that's it. No, Devil May Cry 5 <laughs> looks fantastic. It looks amazing. I've been saying that. It was the only game at E3 that got a, <laughs> got a release date, so I knew it was going to be a good game. <laughs> Man, I, was, I, I was watching an XL and I was like, ooh, baby. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. I'm happy. Nice. I'm I'm glad it was it it's so it deserves so much love. Like I'm, that franchise I'm, has been through some things. <laughs> I'm I'm really I'm really uh, uh happy to see the steps Xbox has taken to 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 get better relationships with like Capcom and uh um Square Enix, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I like seeing I'm just happy that Capcom's giving the love that their franchises deserve. Right. A couple years ago, Capcom wasn't doing the best with their franchises. And now, like, Resident Evil's doing fine. Mega Man's doing fine. Devil May Cry's doing fine. Monster Hunter's doing fine. Dude, Monster like, Hunter killed it. Yeah. Like, it, like, brought like, Capcom back to life, like, 100%. Yeah, I'm just so happy. All these games, like, man... Two years ago, if I had mentioned Monster Hunter, no one would say anything right now. Like, it was like, oh, the game that's on 3DS. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That one game that came with my 3DS that I traded immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's great. I'm so happy. It's a good time to be a Japanese game fan. <laughs> Especially with the way Microsoft like, come out. Let the weed come out. Yeah, out. my, my inner weed uh, is just dancing around. They announced all the uh, Final Fantasies coming back on uh, yeah. backwards compatibility too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah, I'm, my wallet's not happy about that because it's like because <laughs> like I just I've been hunting for the uh, 13 trilogy because I never played it, so I hunted them all down on PS3 because that's the only way I could find them. And then, like, as soon as I got the last one in my hand, the next day, they were like, they're all out on Xbox One backwards compatibility. I was like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, yeah. I found it in, like, a, a bargain bin for, like, $3. It's like, I got to pick this up now. I never know when I see it again. But uh, wow. more people playing Final Fantasy is great, no matter what platform. It might help Square make a decent Final Fantasy again. <laughs> Um, Buddha, what about you? What you got? What What were you playing? Um, well, I uh, I finally got my uh, castle in uh, Forza Horizon Four. Hey, oh, congratulations! Big money, congrats! <laughs> yes, right. I dropped that big ten mil on it. Got oh. the castle. Got my last bar fine. Yeah, yes, all is right in the world. Um, 
So now that I've got that accomplished, I've got like a few different things. Like I've got to star some stuff in the story business things or whatever, polish off some of that. And then uh, I picked up uh, Battlefield 5 and uh, uh, I'm in love with the game. I just I can't stop playing. I was playing it before before uh, you guys got on. <laughs> I couldn't get enough of it, and I just barely started the story part of it. I just been playing the multiplayer. The multiplayer. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah. How's the uh, how's the multiplayer feel? Oh, it's fantastic. It feels great. If uh, the maps are beautiful, obviously, um, the did game you play mechanics. The beta? Yeah, yeah, I did. I heard they made some adjustments to TTK. Can you feel those at all? I, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I, it's it's. Because I was comparing it more to like what was going on on Battlefield One, and I felt like it, it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, it, it's fast, um, but it's so there's so much going on, and it's so chaotic that uh, like you need you know what I mean. You need it. You need you need to come up fast. It's 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 uh it's one of those things. But uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I I really enjoy it though. It's um. I can't say enough about it right now. Uh, I haven't broke anything yet, but uh, I'm sure there's going to be something. There's going to be some bug somewhere that's got, uh, bound to happen. Uh, I think they had a day one patch. I will break this game. I, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be something. You know what I mean? There's. I, I'm going to be able to get stuck somewhere doing something stupid, and I'm, I'll be looking to record that. Buddha's <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just looking out for jank right now. <laughs> yeah. Just, just a little wear and tear. Yeah, but other than that, uh, I did get to play some uh, Friday the 13th again with uh, Manny and k Oh, man, that was so, so fun. Uh, we had a blast playing that. Um, and then uh, after you guys left, me and uh, Kainalu, uh, we kept playing. And I found out really quick that uh, there are some really good Friday the 13th players out there that have been yeah, playing yo. this game see, from yeah. square one. And it's gotten to the point for them that because there's nothing better to do, they just make your life hell as jason like <laughs> yeah i spent like even like even kai was like yo you're getting bullied and i was like yeah i think i am i think this is a this is the equivalent yeah. of being bullied like because i were cannot definitely getting bullied. go ahead and i and i, and I, and I, and I oh. was kind of like tired of trying but it was like well you know i mean it was i i got to i mean what am i gonna do to stand here right. so yeah it was uh it was rough it was bad uh, i just want to point out buddha you're getting what you deserve because you used to bully me on Friday. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Man? I don't feel bad for you at all. <laughs> what? Not what? even a little bit. What? You were a big bully on Friday. No, me? Yeah. Come on. There was a yeah. phase. There was a phase yeah. where I was like, you yeah. know, this whole yeah. battle yeah. Chad thing. Toilet, I was huh? determined to make Chad like a, a, a vital person in the game. And I just thought, okay. like, let me oh, smack no. people with Chad. No. And uh, so I had a little battle chad phase but i, I, I got out of that i got out of battle it. chad <laughs> <That's Yeah. what's> <laughs> freaking dizzy is no love lost he's like i just want to let you know you get what you deserve <laughs> yeah I, i'm just gonna be honest here dude he's finger wagging you hard right now uh-huh you get what you deserve uh, yeah oh my goodness well it's on the vod if you want to see the pain because yeah, it was, was struggle is real <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. No, so, I got so manhandled really with, bad. With Friday, uh, it was it was myself. Um, it was uh, Buddha Will. It was Nick Woe, and uh, the Kainalu and and other other uh, hardcore casuals uh, uh, community. It, we it was all in game chat, and it was really really fun. I really really enjoyed oh, it. That's super I cool. Not on a good time. 
again. We actually had a couple of viewers pick up a copy of Dead by Daylight for myself and uh, a guy that I play with all the time named Big Daddy Teach. And, and these viewers, they frequent both of our chats and they gifted us both this game so that they could play oh, with us because yeah, it was, you it was cheap at one point. Yeah, so mm -hmm. we played Dead by Daylight this week and I had never touched it. I had never looked into it at all. And they told me that it was actually very similar to Friday the 13th in playstyle. Yeah. I think that's correct. Yeah, and it's real yeah, fun. it was uh, it was pretty fun. It was super interesting. I was running around like a little girl the whole time, just because <laughs> uh, I had no idea what was going on. And and the guy that that gifted me had been playing a lot, and so he knows what's going on, and I don't. And so it was the same deal. I was getting bullied like crazy the entire time. And since he was on comms with us in Discord, he was being a real doucher about it the whole time. You know what, Ty? You don't deserve that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Man, jeez. Um, so. I, I would definitely play some Dead by Daylight if uh, if I could. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I times tried are tight. It. You know what I'm saying? Times are tight. I tried it. I, it was uh, okay. free to play for a little bit. It was on a, like um, a free week weekend yeah, or they whatever. They gave it away for free on PlayStation, and I have it downloaded. I'm just. Uh, yeah, I think if, that's my feeling on it as well. Like it was fun, and I had a good time. I'm probably right. not going to go back. There's just things about it that uh, that there's there's it, like there's things about it that I do like, um, but the things that I do like about uh, Dead by Daylight, I feel like Friday Thirteenth does better. What's an um, example of that? Well, like uh, like I don't like I kind of like the randomness. If you want to like you know like because I I feel like you shouldn't always be able to pick to be the killer. You shouldn't always be able to pick to be the counselor. I, I right. like the randomness of sure, it. Give sure. everybody a chance. Mm. Um, and I didn't like that about Dead by Daylight. Like I like Friday the 13th where you just don't know. And that's kind of the fun part about it. Well, who's going to be the Jason? Yeah. Who's going to be, who's yeah. it going to be? And I, and that, a lot of it is, that's part of the fun. Um, the, I, I, the, the, for the count, oh, I don't know. I think it's, what are their campers over there in the Dead by Daylight? I think they're just, they're campers or survivors or they're, something. I think they're survivors. I feel like the things that they have to do to escape the killer or a lot. Like I feel like there's a lot. So what what do you have to do to escape Jason? Um Pray. ways. Well, there's <laughs> there's, there's different <laughs> ways of going about it. The hardest way is to actually kill, kill Jason himself. Um, okay. but you can escape via boat, uh via car. So you uh, just have to get away. Pretty right. much. It's it's pretty much getting away. Calling the cops to come help you out or actually lasting the whole match. Okay. Uh, and you can get Oh out yeah. There. Daylight's so, uh more complicated you have to like start like four or five motors around this tiny map yeah and they yeah. are not quick you have no. to like start them a little bit and then come back and hope he doesn't damage him uh and then once you get all these motors on then you can flip a switch somewhere else and then in a third place a door opens and you can walk through that yeah i just felt like uh in dead by daylight if you're the killer um you had such a big advantage Whereas in Friday the Thirteenth, uh, as a counselor versus Jason, you feel like you got a chance, like, okay. and, and and it kind of forces you to work together a lot because yeah. there's pieces to uh, get the uh, the car going or the boat going, so it ends up being a lot of communication via proximity chat. So you, okay. you know, yeah. so it's a lot of like, hey man, what do you have? And man, he used to oh, <laughs> clown so the, me. The car that you need to escape is broken down, and you have to. Yeah, there's yes. pieces that are within other houses, so you, all, it's all about strewing about the map. Pieces. Yeah. yeah. 
And the I know the maps in, in, in Friday the thirteenth, they're much bigger. They're yes. huge. Yes. Right. Okay. Well, there's so one... Dead by Daylights, if I were to put a metric on it, Dead by Daylights are maybe 100 by 100 yards. They're not yeah, that they're, big. They're, yeah, they're not yeah. that big. There is one smaller map uh, that that's in rotation on Friday the 13th uh, just to make things a little bit more quicker um, so the matches aren't always so long. But Okay, uh, so they have kind of the same flavor, but they're, yeah, they're they very do. different. They do. They do. And I just, I don't I know, think, I, I guess um, I've gotten used to Friday the 13th. It just looks a little bit more polished is all. I think Friday yeah. the 13th, Saw a lot of the elements in Dead by Daylight, and they were like, oh, for sure. all right, how can we simplify it and make it a little bit more streamlined? Yeah, for sure. And like, not saying like it was a ripoff or anything, but like, I think that that really helped Friday the 13th, that they got to see how it was done, how someone was doing it, and then really like, hold down like, okay, we want to do it like this, and it made it really easier. Yeah, I know. I think they called Fortnite up, and we're like, yo, how do you, uh, how do you do this? And Fortnite was like, yo, this is what you do, homie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how do we how do we steal Skins. from other games? Important. Like, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Dance. Hold, <laughs> hold my chug jug. Oh my god. Hold my chug jug. Oh my god. Hold my chug jug. Oh, but yeah, but see, and, and that's what I like about uh, <laughs> and that's what I like about uh Dead by Daylight is that there are different killers that you can utilize. You know, they got Freddy, they've got uh Michael Myers. Right. Uh you know what I mean? And I think that's really cool. Uh, whereas Friday the Thirteenth, obviously, it's just Jason, you know. So, and then you know, obviously, all the legal troubles that have got that have happened that have kind of put uh, Friday Thirteenth. It, 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 it stunted the growth a little bit, but yeah, yeah. But it's still a fun game as of right now. You can still play it. Um, oh, yeah. Every so often, it comes on sale, and it's pretty darn cheap. So worth it. I can see myself sure. going back to Friday Thirteenth just by just rent, like any time. I'm just I'm saying I'm saying. Uh, the proximity chat like the game the game was meant to be played uh with proximity chat with people coming together with mics it's a hundred percent different experience that when you're when you're playing it that way versus playing with people in a party or or not communicating at all you know i think it kind of kills the fun when you're playing in a party it totally kills the fun because because when it's all about feeling isolated you can't talk to anybody then you hear a voice out yonder and then you know it's a friend a little gleam of hope right yeah and you're like oh oh you know uh, what do you have what do you see did you run into anybody else like what what's the information and we all are just like passing information pass uh, uh to each other quickly yeah and then it's hilarious when that little gleam of hope turns out to be a jason pretending yeah. to be a camper oh yeah <laughs> That's the best. I wouldn't know anything about <laughs> That's that. That's comedic gold right there. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about it. Oh, you would never heard of such uh-huh. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, never so I, I think I think that is one experience that is definitely unique to Jason. That 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 whole the way they utilize the communication. Uh, and to me, that's why that that's the the sole reason why Friday the Thirteenth is better. You know <clears throat> how yeah. how they utilize that. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, but let's uh, let's move on. We have so much to talk about uh, before oh, yeah. we let's, jump let's into the it. news. Before we jump into the news, uh, after we recorded the podcast, we had the incredibly sad news of the loss of Stanley, and I just wanted to to start off with with that. Like Stanley was 
I'm this. I, I, this is the first like celebrity death that I actually like. Like felt things over, you know what I'm saying? I was like, "Damn, yo, fucking oh, Stan sure. Lee, man." He was you an know? awesome guy. He was an awesome yeah. dude. He in uh, his influence is astounding, right? He he influenced generations of of uh, of of people, and uh, and and his ultimately, you know, <clears throat> influence culture, you know. Like oh, yeah. look at all the characters he made, the worlds he 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 made. Like I, I mean, come on, you know, awesome dude. He will de- he's definitely missed. Uh, yeah, by so many sure. people influenced. Uh, you know, countless of people. And it's funny. I mean, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have my Spider-Man pajamas right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, huge. That's a fact. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree with you as well that there haven't been a lot of celebrity deaths in my life where it's like really hit me and just like, wow, like this person really meant something to, to a lot of people. And Stan mm. Lee absolutely did. You think about not just from a comic book perspective, but from a media perspective overall since the 60s, yeah. there, these, these characters have not just brought us joy, but they've really addressed some social issues as well. And if you if you listen to the interviews with him and listen to or read what he writes, like uh, every one of the characters, all these all these heroes are not just some person standing on a mountain with their cape flowing in the wind. Like they are they are a specific hero for a specific type of person. Yeah. And they're addressing someone yeah. who's in need, someone who needs a hero to look up to. And you can hear him talk about, oh, you know, I created uh, Black Panther. In the time where uh, you know people of color had no one to look up to, because I want I felt like those people needed someone to look up to, and black. A really good one. Uh, a really good thing is how he talks about Spider Man. Um, like he states, like, "Oh, Spider Man. The reason why Spider Man has like full body suit and a mask and everything is because it, he wanted everyone to feel like they could be Spider Man." Yeah, dude. That's like, yeah, exactly. And like how in tuned he was with like how the world was and to create characters that everyone could relate to. Right. Cause like e- even like breaking that boundary of like skin color or race or everything. Any most people who have been upset can relate to the Hulk or right. Or like Black Panther or Spider Man and stuff like that. Like in the stories that he's made, just amazing. Like really like I believe that there will never be another Stanley. Like, no way. No, I don't think so. There's no way. I mean, you know, it's really hard not to like Stanley, really. I mean, yeah, everything that he does is, was just really cool. He was like that grandpa that you wish you had. Uh, and in some cases, yeah. a dad that you wish you had, you know, making these stories and making these characters. I mean, you know, he was like a surrogate dad for a lot of kids coming up, um, reading and writing these stories. Uh, you know, he, uh, it, it it hit me pretty hard. Like I was I was down and out there for a few days because I was like, man. I mean, I get it. He was ninety five, and I knew it was going to happen, but uh, it wasn't wasn't not not something I wanted to wake up to <laughs> that day. I was like, oh man, I knew there was something wrong today, and yeah. I found that out, and I was like, wow, like it happened. Well, like, oh, I so. will say he lived a great life. To be able to leave oh. that kind of legacy on the world, that's yeah. not a lot of people can say they, they that they are going to do that oh, or yeah. have done that. 
Well, I mean, yeah, to, to, to have your art, your creativity, the thing that you love doing, um, to be able to actually do that for a living and to have people appreciate it is is amazing. But to have like to see it continue to to grow and evolve, even even after you're you're not, you're necessarily like creating uh, the comics what, or whatnot, they continue to grow and expand. And and then with the the movies. I mean, it's just it's just incredible, like the influence, you know. Uh, and again, like I said, it's 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 going to only continue to to grow and influence people. And and uh, you know, he he made a real impact, and not many people can say that. Mm. So yeah, I'm just glad that he was still around in time to see, like, uh, you know, you know, because in the in the beginning, you know, um, if you were reading comic books and stuff, like it was always considered like a kiddie type of thing. Like, right. You know, right. You're not reading a real book because that book, your comic book has pictures in it. You know what I mean? And Stan Lee was always like, yo, you know, there's nothing wrong with a comic book just because it has pictures. Doesn't mean it's not a legitimate piece of literature. You know, it's uh, right. it's just the pictures are there to, to, you know, to inspire your imagination even more, you know? Yeah. And, and some of those, some of those pieces, you know, were just as influential without any words as they were, you know, with with dialogue and whatnot. And uh, you know, he he did such a good job of making heroes, uh, but made them, uh, you know, I guess more human or identifiable to uh, to people that were reading it. You know what I mean? Um, it's kind of like what man. Uh, I mean, what uh, Dizzy was saying about you know the the, the colors and and uh, the. Uh, you know, just just making uh, people that were they were heroes, but they had problems too. You know, right. and that's the only bummer about like what I have with with the movies and stuff, as these characters not, are not as flawed as the ones that we, you were growing up reading about. You know, there were there were there were people struggling too. You know, Spider Man, you know, was somebody that was, he was a kid that was struggling. He was trying to balance life and being a hero with great responsibility and power and all that. You know, Uncle Ben and you know all this stuff. You know, he was trying to deal with it and and still be the hero to the people, you know, um, yeah. you know, those sort of things, you know, uh, the Hulk, you know, being, being, uh, he's got all this great power, but he's, he's an outcast, you know, the government wants to, wants to snatch him up and run experiments on him. And you know what I mean? And he's always on the run and, uh, you know, he's trying to help people because he's, you know, he's got this, all this power, but at the same time, people want to, you know, take him and take advantage of him and, and, and use him and, you know, those things, that you know, it's really hard to convey that in in the movies because you know, obviously, there's not a lot of time, and you can't you can't do all that character development. But right, uh, you know, Stanley laid those foundations down. You know, and I'm glad that he got to see comic books really get the attention and and uh, you know become cool again. You know what I mean? Because back then it wasn't. So I'm glad at least he got to see that and got to you know be in all those movies and stuff. It was pretty awesome. So. And he, uh, I guess he already recorded the uh, cameo for the new Avengers already. Oh, thank God! Uh yep. yeah. Apparently, uh, that he's actually record pre-recorded cameos for a good couple of Marvel movies. That's yeah. good. So ahead of time, we'll still get to see him. We'll still get. I it. saw this. Uh, I saw this. Little, it, was, it was it was kind of a joke, but it kind of wasn't. And it basically said, like, I hope that from now on, after like, if we continue doing Marvel movies, which we will, uh, we continue the tradition of having stan lee cam cameos but after we've run out of, of pre-recorded ones you have deadpool dress up as stan lee and have him show up in a couple of different <laughs> oh, places that, that would be funny 
I would love it. But I, I also want to like I want to kind of I want to like do like you know how like the Pixar movies like they have like that like set of numbers that they hide in like every movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want them to do that with Stan Lee. Like there's a random image of Stan Lee just somewhere oh, in the just movie, like on the wall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they did that for yeah. some of the shows. If like if you watch like like uh, was it Jessica Jones and some like uh, Luke Cage. Um, if you look in the background, like uh, usually in like the police station or something like that, um, his picture is on the back wall because he didn't actually make a, like a official cameo. Yeah. Uh, but it, his picture is actually on the wall, and that was kind of like their way of like throwing him in there and still having him part of the the you know yeah. the routine. That's and cool. then Big Hero Six made an animation version of him, and he made his cameo in that that movie yeah. as an animated character. So good stuff. Big impact. Yeah. So, um, so now, uh, uh, wait a minute. Wait. You hear that? What is that? I. Oh, wait a minute. I think it's time for the news. That's right. It's the news. <laughs> it's the news. Hey. <laughs> hey. Whoa. Ladies and gentlemen, Ty. welcome to the news. Welcome to episode fifteen. We have so much news. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Guys, it's been a very busy week. Uh, I believe since the last episode, you guys recorded basically like oh. an hour before EXO 18 happened. And so yes, I know. that is on here. Uh, the Game Awards nominees were announced, so we can run through a couple of those. Even though There's like 25 categories. We're not going to go through all of them. But I wanted, to, I wanted to kind of touch on some of the big ones and get your guys' thoughts. Uh, and then some other big, big pieces of news as well. So did you guys watch EXO? I did. Yes. I was on boring. the road when it was going on. <laughs> I went back yeah, and watched the replay. Uh, I was in airports and I just kept checking into Twitter to to Major Nelson to see what the big announcements were. Uh, but there's well, I had to go back and watch it. <laughs> if, if I'm being if yeah. I'm being super real, I, I wasn't like taken aback by every by anything that they announced. A lot of it I had heard of and a lot of it was confirmations and a lot of it was like, oh yeah. But I just wanted to go through the I for me the big one was the confirmation of uh, the acquisition of Obsidian Entertainment, and then also the uh, announcement that In Exile was joining. The that makes as well. me happy. So, yeah, get uh, us Obsidian, some more first-party studio. No, Obsidian yes. was the developer for Fallout New Vegas as well as the Pillars of Eternity series. So they're awesome, awesome, awesome at making story-driven RPGs. So we have something to look forward to in whatever their next title is. It'll likely be an Xbox exclusive. And what really gets me hyped is that this is two more studios on top of the five that we have already that are now going to be releasing games that will be available on Game Pass day and date of release. Yep. So oh, you're, you're speaking crazy. sweet nothings to my ear when you start saying <laughs> first-party studios and Xbox in the same sentence. It's like, it's oh, great, yes. Right? It's been so nice. So we, we obviously don't know what's coming next for those two. Uh, in Exile is known for, I think it's a Bard's Tale is their yeah. big one. I, I didn't really know a game. lot about this studio. I had to kind of look them up. But yeah, Obsidian is, is well known, and, and we're very excited for that one. I think their other game is Wasteland. I yeah, so I know, I, I know them because I've down seen uh, Silvarian play a lot of a lot of these games. He's been on. He's been playing Wasteland, which looks really cool, like a like a top down kind of, almost like like I think it's in Game Pass. Is it in Is it in Game Pass? Oh, I believe so. Yeah, Wasteland's in Game Pass. That would make sense now. So uh, we got those so two acquisitions. Yeah. 
they showed off uh, a new multiplayer mode for Crackdown 3, which was officially announced to release on February 15th. This mode is called Wrecking Zone. And am I to understand this was that like cell shaded first person thing that I or No, it wasn't third first person, but it was like third person, it, I believe. It was third person, yeah, yeah but it, was, it looked very different than the standard Crackdown game. So I'm yeah. interested to see how that develops and what that turns into. Well, I mean, it's been delayed so many times. By gosh. I it think be they're polished. Time. I think this is I, real. Well, they they put out a, an official release date, so well, yeah, I think that hasn't stopped people before. But I'd like to think that they're not going to delay it four times. Yeah, I think Crackdown. They're just going to push Crackdown out and then just work on the next thing. <laughs> they're going to release Crackdown four before they release Crackdown three. <laughs> no, no, Crackdown Crackdown three is coming out, and they're they're just like, all right, get what you can done with it, set your date, get it out. Just get it away. Because, yeah, just just finish the game. <laughs> I, I like Phil good. just walked in and I was like, good. just finish the game and we'll release it. Uh, another big announcement that came out was a massive amount of titles that are coming to the Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. I know we always talk about Game Pass, but damn. It's a deal. Uh, Why not talk about it? So the day of Exo 18, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds became available. Or no, sorry, that was yeah on November twelfth. It became available, so that was that was five days ago. So PUBG is now on Game Pass. Thief of Thieves or Thief of Thieves is now available. I'm not familiar with Thief of Thieves. It looks uh, interesting. I, I, wanna, I watched the trailer to it. It is kind of it's different. It's based off a comic book, I think. What is it? Uh, oh gosh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's side scrolling, but it's got. Elements where you go within the map. I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, really. If you look at the trailer, it does look pretty cool. It's got a really cool art style to it. Um, you play some kind of like, I don't know, like some kind of agent of some kind. And I think it's epi- it's episodes. I think it's like... Yeah, so uh, of Thieves is a comic by the guy who did Rock- The Walking Dead, Robert Kirkman. There we oh. go. Yeah. yeah. So it's basically uh, summarizing here. Just about thieves that rob other thieves, and it's kind of like a like a espionage kind of deal, like mystery. So it's, it's, it's really multiple. Good. It's multiple kind of styles. There are some sections that look like side scrolling, but then there's some top down right. areas as well. Right, that's kind of cool. So it it has some side scrolling for storytelling. It's got top down for what look like stealth sections. That's kind of cool. Kind of it. It kind of gives me the Sean Connery Bond vibe, even though it's mm-hmm. a thief game. But that's the that's the the flavor. So after Thief of Thieves, also Agents of Mayhem, MXGP3, and Thomas Was Alone. Those are all going to be available starting next week. Also coming to the Xbox Game Pass, Ori in the Blind Forest. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest 2 will come when it releases sometime in 19. Kingdom Ooh. Two Crowns and my one and only Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice are all coming in December. I can finally play exciting. it now. I can finally <laughs> so play it. And then next year, uh, After Charge. And I don't know if you guys have seen After Charge. They've been uh, very involved in the Mixer community, getting people involved in trying out the beta and stuff. It's it's an interesting asymmetrical multiplayer in that the attackers are invisible. The defenders are invincible. So that was a Ooh. unique take on the objective capture. So uh, that'll be worth checking out. Uh, Supermarket Shriek. Uh, Mutant Year Zero, which is kind of a XCOM style game, but the characters are all like humanoid animals, like pigs and birds, and but they're human. 
It, it looks interesting. <laughs> Go check out Mutant Year Zero. It's, there's some interesting character models there. Uh, Pathologic 2, The Good Life, Void Bastards, and Secret Neighbor. Secret Neighbor is a cool one that I just discovered. It's apparently a multiplayer Hello Neighbor. I'm excited about that. I can. I yeah, want to play yeah, this So when game. that one comes out to Game Pass, I'm going to check it out because it looks super creepy. Yeah, that could be uh, a great But that'll be like, another replay. asymmetric. Apparently, it's, it's like... Now. It's like the other ones, you know, Dead by Daylight, uh, Friday Thirteenth, except one of the people who's on the 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 not enemy team, you know, one of the people who's on your team is a traitor. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. I can't. You know, I can't wait. Yo. I can't wait. I think that that's looks, it, it I've looks already so got great. This is gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, you think you think you think Buddha needed some bullying before? What? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Buddha, that's gonna be it's fun. your turn. <laughs> Uh, they announced some uh, expansions as well. Forza Horizon Four's got some new content incoming. Sea of Thieves has got a like, a, it's like a, they're calling it arena, like a battle. It's I don't right. think it's a battle royale, but it's just it's a PvP a multiplayer. Basically. Yeah. Uh, they released or they uh, unveiled some new content for State of Decay Two. Uh, they showed a Battlefield Five trailer. They showed a Jump Force trailer. They showed a Devil May Cry trailer. They showed yeah, they a Just Cause trailer. They showed a new Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer. And it was they amazing. showed the Forge for Shadow of Tomb Raider, which is new uh, uh, DLC. They discussed the Final Fantasy backwards compatibility. And then they showed and kind of talked about uh, uh, keyboard and mouse support. The big ones that that one is coming out for are Warframe and uh, Fortnite, but it's coming to a bunch of other titles as well. Gosh, this just keeps going. And then, uh, oh, they announced a, a new campaign for the holiday season called Hashtag Give with Xbox. Basically, take a picture of yourself and your friends playing games together, put it on Twitter, put the hashtag Give with Xbox, and and Microsoft will literally give money to charity for free. All you gotta do is take a picture, post it, hashtag money. It's great. So, overall, a killer, killer event. Uh, more than I expected to come from Xbox mid-year. So. Pretty cool. I mean, the, uh, once mm. again, guys, we're gonna say. I feel like we're gonna say it every week. The Game Pass keeps getting better. It's yeah. so cool. I it's mean, just great. The, the more, especially um, with the, the the their focus on first party studios and uh, all of, of these now. games coming to Game Pass day and date. Like that's that's a big deal. Like, okay, I'm just gonna speculate here. Like, ev- like, what if Xbox is like picking up these studios? Like going into these studios, seeing what they're working on, and then just like, all right, we'll pick you up. Keep working on what you're working on. Oh yeah, that like, seems to that be means the case. like like in two to three years, all those games that from all these studios that they've picked up could possibly be out on Xbox Game Pass. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, and then so like, I feel like it's, it's kind of it's it has to be one or the other, right? It has to be, hey, we saw this game you released and we loved it, so we want to pick you up, or we see what you're working on and we want it for our own. Yeah. It has to be one or the other. Now, with like with with Ninja Theory, I have to assume we saw Hellblade and it was awesome. So we want yes. to support what you make next, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think that Pillars of Eternity was the kind of game to make Microsoft say, uh, "We need, we need." It's so so good. We have to buy you. Yeah. I'd like to think that they're working on something freaking dope, and it's going to come out. And it's going to be this great RPG. 
for, well, I mean, for Microsoft. And I, I'm, that, I'm that Pillars of Eternity or whatever. It's, I mean, a lot of people swear by it. Like, I've heard really? nothing but good things from it. Yeah. yeah and I'm so tempted it. to buy it. Like, it's on sale right now. And, well, now uh, it might come to Game Pass. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's why I'm just like, eh, maybe just I'll hold just hold off. So it's just a little longer. Yeah. But it's uh, it's like a, a top-down uh, RPG. Right, right. Yeah, it kind of looks like uh, a Diablo RPG. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and apparently this was Manny uh, how, in the back. on PC. Yeah. Manny, well, I Diablo. swear we're going to get you to play that game. It's you gotta. <laughs> I'm going to, I will. I, I will give it another try. I'm going to, but I'm going to do it by myself this time to try and figure out because like I said, every, every time I, I ended up playing it is people that know what, what they're doing. Right. And I'm just trying to figure out like listen to the actual characters and where, where they're saying to go and why. And I just end up following people. And then I don't know what's going on. I just follow. People. Yeah. See, that kind of confuses me because even if you were, even if you had played the game a hundred times, uh, every every dungeon, every area, is procedurally generated, and so there's no way to know where to go unless you're one of in one of a very small hand few of, a handful of places. But like most of the dungeons are like, you know, search around and figure it out because it's different than it was last time. Yeah, I think yeah, I think for him, Ty, though, it's the story part of it. Like he doesn't understand why he's going to this dungeon right. to do this. Right. So yeah, there are people who just like skip through the story and just get to the yeah. dungeon. And right. Yeah, oh, dude. They're like, you, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, I was like, <laughs> were they skipping cinematics because the cinematics in that no. still hold up? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like I've played with some heathens and they just go, we. Don't worry about the story. You can play through the story on your third playthrough. <laughs> let's, let's get it done. It's like, yo, I just bought this. Like, exactly. like I've literally had that, that happen. It's like, you can you can listen to the story on your third playthrough. We need to get you leveled up so you can do end game. It's like, nah. So wait, what yeah, end no. game if, stuff if I is there? Play through, what's that? What is no, that's a whole game? discussion. It's a whole okay. discussion, dude. Yeah, it, okay. that's all. That's for another podcast. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, right. anyway, guys, that's Exo eighteen. It was a good show, and I'd like to think that they may treat this more and more like Nintendo Directs and do more of them throughout the year. Uh, maybe not large scale events in international cities, but these inside Xboxes that they're doing are just great. Yeah. So I, I think I, that they should do this more often in other countries as well. I mean, it'd be because, cool. Like, there's a lot of countries out there that don't get to have the fun of like packs and stuff like that. I don't yeah. think they do a packs Mexico. I'm, so I want, I want. Now this might be you know hoping against hope, but I want one of these in Japan where they make basically nothing but like Japanese style game. And uh, stop trying to butter me up, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Man. No, I, I think I mean because not 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 that I play uh, a whole bunch of like uh, JRPGs and 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 the like, but but uh, you know Xbox being an American company just doesn't have the same relationships with it for with Japanese game makers as as a Sony or a Nintendo does. I mean, just, I'd like to see look more. how far they've come in a oh. year though. Oh, mm. absolutely! It's 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 really uh, it's encouraging to see. That was one of the things I really really liked. The focus on Devil May Cry Five and 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 uh, the, the the bringing on board of of Final Fantasy. Like those are huge deals. Maybe not uh, for for the backwards compatibility. Yeah, they're all older games, but it signifies a shift in the relationship of of uh, of Square Enix and uh microsoft and i think that is the real takeaway there you know yeah and 
And like, Devil May Cry uh, 5, oh my god. It just looks freaking amazing. Well, like, you, you gotta see, like, with every game that they bring to backwards compatibility, it does push, uh, like, some people try to undermine it and say, oh, well, it's just a, it's just a company allowing them to hit copy save as Xbox One instead of Xbox 360. But still, though, you still have to have some type of goodwill with that company Absolutely. for them to go, hey, re-release our game. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Like, yeah. And the fact that, like, because uh, for one, speaking between Microsoft's uh, relationship with Square Enix, Square could have just been like, uh-uh, we're just going to upload this Kingdom Hearts trailer on our own. You can just do whatever you want. You can talk about Final Fantasy all you want, but we can just put this on our YouTube and people will see it. But for the fact that it happened at an Xbox event right. means a lot. Absolutely. So all of all of those little 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 signs uh, I find incredibly encouraging. Yeah. You know? And I uh, think and Xbox it's, it's exciting. for JRPGs and Japanese gaming in general. Well, well, yeah, we go, well, we have we have signs of that which are encouraging, and also uh, having having Obsidian and and uh, in Exile, like these are RPGs. Good time style, to be an, R- uh, an RPG guys. fan, exactly. So, so everybody knows like Xbox as as like the first person shooter type. So it's very good to see uh, Microsoft bringing on these studios that are known for different types of experiences. You know, like. Uh, 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 Ninja Theory uh, is a wonderful, like this, this wonderful uh, uh, first-person or, or first-party um, uh, single-player campaign. That, that's what I'm trying to say. The single-player uh, campaign. They, story. And they got their start by uh, making uh, hack and slash character action games like uh, DMC, like Devil May Cry. Like uh, Ninja Theory worked on DMC, oh, did which was that oh. uh, Devil May Cry reboot, which may not be that good story-wise. But it's really good gameplay wise. Well, I and think, it's on um, Game Pass, so I think it's worth a play if you haven't played it. I will. I will take a look at it. Um, yeah. But then, but then also like uh, Obsidian and and in Exile, like these these RPGs, even though they may not be big on on Xbox, clearly, you know, with like Bard's Tale and whatnot. But yeah, but they are, uh, they are you know popular on on, on PC, and they have a focus on RPG and story. <laughs> And I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what what else comes on. There you go. What else we got there, right, guys? Moving on. The Game Awards nominees were announced this week. So, have you guys ever watched the Game Awards before? I have. It, it's I have been never watched. It's been an experience every year. So they're any they're becoming though. more and more more and more like the Oscars every right. year. Like that's that's the style they're going for, and they they show them on Twitch and they show them on YouTube. I definitely recommend you check it out. They, the quality has skyrocketed in the last three years. Yeah, it's really a show, uh, and it's worth checking out. Uh, I'm only going to go over kind of the top couple categories here, but I just wanted to kind of get your take. Uh, the best game of the year, uh, only one real surprise. Uh, the nominees were uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Spider Man, Monster Hunter World, uh, Red Dead Two. And a game called Celeste. Have you not played Celeste? I've not played Celeste. It is amazing. Is, uh, what good. kind of game is it? I mean, it? I haven't played it, but I've seen it. So, um, it's a Switch. It, I think it only released on the Switch. And it's basically... Yeah. Uh, no, it's a platform. it was on Xbox too, wasn't it? Dizzy? No, I don't think it is. could have sworn I saw that one on Xbox. Um, so, you play as this girl with depression. And she's trying... It's an indie game. And she's trying to climb this mountain, and it's a platformer. 
and but the only thing you have is a double jump. And you can only double jump once. And so you go from room to room and you solve these jumping puzzles. And as you cont- play, progress through the game, her depression gets worse and she's trying to cope with it. But she has this singular goal of making it to the top of this mountain. And the game, like some people, you hear jumping puzzles and people kind of go, oh, this means this game's really hard. But no, you can make the game as hard as easy as you want. Like if you just want to experience the story, you can go, okay, you have as many double jumps as you want. And you can just sit there, put on your, listen to the music and just play through the game. But it's a beautiful and amazing story. And it's it's really good. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, so a, I've I would heard a couple of the gaming news outlets really sing the praises of this game. So it's really cool to see it being recognized, especially yeah. especially in the same category as Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Spider-Man, Monster Hunter, and Red Dead. Like really? That's incredible. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at you look at the screenshots from this game, it's it's a 16-bit platformer. It's old school. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. a Nintendo style game. And uh, and, and it's, it's up being against put next to God of War. These uh these Goliaths. Of the energy. yeah, it's up in there against some triple A seven year yeah. development cycle, millions of dollars, and Celeste looks wow. like a big money game in their basement. Yeah, well, that's so, that speaks volumes just being nominated within that category. Yeah, at all. I mean, I feel like they've already won, and I feel like it's gonna the sales are gonna skyrocket because everyone's gonna say, Wow, what's that game standing next to those five amazing games? Yeah, that's well, what just I'm like saying. Your journey one, and like, what was that? Yeah, Journey. Uh, Journey on PS3. I oh think yeah, was. yeah, yeah. Journey won and just beat all these AAA games, and everyone's like, "Oh, I need to go see what this game's about." That's wild, man. So very exciting I... for Celeste. Uh, best action game. I'm a little confused about what their definition of an action game is because they have so many yeah. different types of games here. Uh, but Call of Duty: Black Ops Four, Dead Cells, Destiny Two: Forsaken. Not just Destiny Two, Forsaken. <laughs> Far Cry 5 and Mega Man 11. So we have a first-person shooter multiplayer battle royale. We have a uh, another side-scroller kind of old-school uh, game. Yeah. We have a first-person RPG expansion pack. We have a <laughs> I love RPG... the way you described that. Dude, that's what it is. The first thing yeah, it is expansion. Yeah, I know. It's just... Uh, and and don't get me wrong, Dizzy. I play a lot of Destiny, so oh, you, I know you do. I'm still That's why I love that you described it. That and way. then we have Far Cry Five, which is you know a large open world RPG, and then Mega Man Eleven, and we know what Mega Man looks like. And so it's just, what is this category? It's action, baby. Action packed, yeah. <laughs> where people shoot things. Did things blow up? Things yeah. go boom. It's an action game. It's action. <laughs> so I don't. I mean. I, when I was doing my predictions earlier in the week, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just give it to Far Cry 5 because Far Cry felt like you know, it was a big open world game. It was a big step for the series. Uh, you know, Obviously a very good looking game, good story, interesting uh, antagonist. I'd like to think that, that eh, I think that would put it on top, but I just don't know how, how, did, how do you compare Far Cry 5 to Dead Cells or Mega Man 11? I don't get it. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. I don't know. It's uh, just like though, it's did, action. Did you all vote for, uh, because you can vote for, nah, uh, I voted for some categories, but my problem is, is I haven't played a lot of these games. I'm going um, to be remedying this very soon. Uh, I'm picking up a, a PlayStation as a part of Black Friday, so I'm going to get on some of these big single-player titles. So like I jumped... Uh, I, I voted on everything that I had played everything in. Okay. 
So that's one of the main reasons I picked up Odyssey because I didn't want to vote on like game of the year and stuff like that until I played Odyssey. Good call. Right. So right. I'm probably okay, going to okay, give it so... a little dab this weekend. Okay. So based on what you have played, what would be your game of the year, Dizzy? Oh, see, see, I'm about Just to hurt one. some people's feelings. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go and ahead real quick. Spider Man. Spider Man's my game of the year. Okay. What about you, Ty? Out of what the ones that are here, what you? I know. Obviously, you haven't played a lot of them, but what have you seen? My favorite game of 2018 was 2017's Cinema Sacrifice. Okay. Game of the year. You sound like uh, what's his name? Video game donkey when he does his year review and he just goes Super Mario Brothers two. That's my game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What what about you, Manny? What any any of that that you saw uh felt like it was a uh, game of the year-ish to you? I, I I mean really, I can't I can't really say cuz I'm so far behind. I'm playing freaking Grim Fandango. Manny, you know, just say Rainbow Six yeah. Siege. Just say Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> Rainbow, Rainbow Six Siege. No. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, I, even you, that's 2 years old. Manny, did you finish Doom? I am uh I haven't finished it yet. No. Okay. Uh, but I, I mean, really, if anything, the game that I personally played this year that that has surprised me and has, you know, the, I would say is Doom. You know, my favorite game of the year personally mm-hmm. is is Doom. Sick, dude. That's okay. Yeah. Mm. Don't be sad. Because like my <laughs> thing about uh, the game of the year categories. Is I hate oh this this is gonna sound bad too. Only one I've actually finished is Spider Man. Gotcha. That's yeah. So like that's fair. I I mean, I look at each one of them. Like I'm still playing Red Dead. I'm not planning on going back to Monster Hunter World. Celeste is just one of those you got to be in the moment for. Like you got to be ready to cry. Much interested (laughs) in Celeste. Like like I I immediately it'll probably be pretty cheap too. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's it's going for twenty, so that's Do that's it. a full price. Yeah. You can't go but wrong with it. It's a good experience. I'm. Uh, it is on Xbox though, by the way. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Sorry about yeah. that, then. That's oh okay. no, I I, 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 I remember seeing it. It's on all platforms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For me, uh, I've played a little bit of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I really liked it. Um, uh, I haven't played Red Dead yet. I haven't. I just haven't played it yet, but I've seen enough of it to know that I, I'm going to like that as well. Uh, and I have fantastic. played a lot of Monster Hunter. Uh, so actually, for me, it would probably be Monster Hunter World, I, I feel like. Uh, oh. I, just, because of, just because of the multiplayer aspect to it, a lot of these other games are uh, single player. And uh, Monster Hunter World, uh, you can play it as a single player. But it's a lot funner with friends. Uh, yeah. And who doesn't like destroying big giant dinosaur looking things? So, I feel you. They but need not, more it's, powerful it's underwear options in Monster Hunter. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, you're going to give me an aneurysm again. <laughs> I th- yeah, that's why I don't ask him to ever play it because I know yeah. what I will have to look at if he logs in. <laughs> he runs in with that stupid horn in his underwear. Oh, yeah, in like, oh. the bagpipe, okay? You don't want to see this tie. Oh. I'm sure there's pictures out there in social media somewhere of Manny and his elaborate costume. I have the from Monster Hunter Word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you got a cosplay, dude? 
Oh God! <laughs> Will I not. ever? I, 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 you know, I might. Uh, I'm, I'll cosplay my Monster Hunter character. Yeah, how about I you? will fly back to. If you oh cosplay it, I will fly back to the states and go to whatever event you're about to show up. <laughs> oh that is worth. Oh that no. is worth the money. Okay, next category. Let's just role <laughs> yeah. playing. Let's, let's move right, on. Yeah, we're only gonna do. We're only gonna do one more. We're gonna do the role playing game. Okay. Uh, and to be honest, I feel bad because I've played. I haven't played any of these. So guess I guess who has though. <laughs> uh, but, I've, played the, uh, I've played two i've played two dragon quest 11 monster hunter world nino kuni 2 octopath traveler and pillars of eternity Deadfire. octopath uh i'm i'm all, I'm all about the octopath uh, not really dragon quest 11 the other night dragon yeah. quest 11 best role-playing game that has come out in the past couple of years why it's taken it's taken the tried and true formula of Dragon Quest games and it's just perfected it. Like that's it. It's just this it's not broken, but we still made it better. And like Dragon Quest has it's it's weird. So like you know when Breath of the Wild came out last year and everyone was like everyone was like, Oh my god, it changed the Zelda formula, it's broken the mold, and that's why it's so amazing. Yeah. Dragon Quest XI, it's one of those games where, like, it didn't break the mold, but it's still amazing. The fact that turn-based combat is still good after, like, all these years. And, like, Dragon Quest is one of those games that has never changed, like, to fit with the times or anything. And yet it's still good, and the story's still captivating, and, like, I don't know. Like, I played it, and it's just, like... It's all I want. Like I l- care about every character. I, I just want to spend more time in the world. And it's not even like my choices matter. Like it's not even like oh, it's because I have all these choices or I can do all this stuff. It's just a regular turn-based JRPG, but it does it so well that it's so, like everything. Uh, I don't care about anything else. Well, like, you're saying. Make, let me let me oh, make no. sure that if I understand you, you're saying that it, the, although, despite the fact that it didn't necessarily do anything new, the story was so well written and and put together that well, it is that has captivated you. Well, not so much like the story. It's just like it perfect. It does everything that a turn based JRPG should do. It's With- the perfection of all that everything, like everything that you've learned. From turn-based JRPGs, from like Final Fantasies, Dragon Quest, like Star Ocean games and stuff like that, it's just all in there and perfected. And the, like, the I love Octopath. Years Traveler. of experience. Has, yeah, has years produced. of experience. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you can tell like they put the time and the dedication into the game. Like, now you played Octopath my, as well, so yeah, and Octopath has Octopath. made a big splash. So, so uh, talk a little bit about Octopath and and specifically so, why why is uh, Dragon Quest better than Octopath? So my main gripe about Octopath because when you play JRPG, you play it for the story. You Octopath touts that it has these eight characters, and every eight all these characters are important, but they don't talk to each other. Like their stories yeah. never intertwine whatsoever. Like you could literally never you could literally pick one character or pick like three characters and never go talk to the other ones and you would not your story would not change you just really? wouldn't play the other characters yeah cuz each character has its own story so yeah, and, and, and the other the people that you run into are are basically join your party to complete that task but yeah. it's that whatever character that you 
that you run into and you decide that you want to make them part of your party is that that is the that it's 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 kind of it turns into all about them for a little bit yeah so like uh my first character was this huntress who's trying to find her master and when i do her missions it's all about her your party has no say in anything like every now and then you may get like a small thing and goes Oh, like one of the characters goes, Oh, what's gonna happen if you don't find them? She's like, I'm gonna find them, so there's nothing to worry about. In scene. <laughs> right, right, right. And it never gets brought up again. Which like I think Octopath Traveler, like, if like two years from now two years from now, Octopath Traveler two comes out, I think that'll be role playing game of the year. Hands down. You think they just need her to learn from some mistakes first? Yeah. Where like that's the thing about Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest has learned from whatever, from the years of development, <laughs> like years of games that they've had. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no mistakes to make oh now. Took them 11 games to get it right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, like, I don't even think it's like 11 games because like some of them are, are uh, MMOs, like kind of like Final oh, Fantasy. Right, right, right. So like, so like, it's just, it's so good. Like it just gets everything right when it comes to JRPGs. And like right. uh, Pillars of Eternity, I just feel it's a Diablo game. It's kind of like what what Pillars of Eternity does. I feel I enjoy more from Diablo from what I played. Nino Kuni Two, it just doesn't have the Ghibli charm as uh, the first one has. And Monster Hunter is Monster Hunter, <laughs> which like I don't like. It's a role playing game by definition, but I would have put it as like an action adventure or an action game to be honest. Right, yeah, that was kind of my thought. RPG. Like, yeah, I get that it's an RPG, but this is an action game. You're fighting against yeah. giant dinosaurs. Yeah, but the whole other side of that game, where you have to basically upgrade your armor and craft and all that stuff, it's screaming for sure. RPG for sure. for sure. Well, well, like if you say it like that too, like Shadows of Tomb Raider, you have to build your armor and craft and stuff like that, and you end up shooting guys. Oh right. shoot! Yeah. What about well, that, in that case? Then Minecraft could be a go up for RPG. Because you're building yep. armor and crap. Minecraft RPG of the year. <laughs> Better than Dragon Quest. We said it here, folks. It's kind of <laughs> crazy. Like Shadow the Tomb Raider didn't even get a... It's not even getting a mention anywhere. I don't even see it anywhere. Oh, it was an action-adventure uh, game, dude. Yeah. Is it? Is it an action-adventure? It's not an action. It's but, an action-adventure. But what yeah, the hell's the difference? Because that's different. Oh, I see. I there's, have no idea. There's, there's climbing puzzles. That's the difference. Yeah. Are you that's serious? Right? Adventure. No. Best it's a puzzle. <laughs> No, it's no, the best not. action in an adventure game. That's how this is worded. Uh, well, like if you look at everything anyway. that's up there, there's like some puzzle aspect to those action adventure games. Are there puzzles in Red Dead? Yeah, there's kind of sorta puzzles. I don't know. It, this it it, it but, seems a little wishy washy. It gets yeah, a little bit yeah. more clear. A I think little the bit categories later. are. I think the categories are just tough to do because there's so many games that cross those boundaries. Yeah, that's uh, a great point. Games are yeah, not no. trying to fit into a single mold anymore. No. Yeah, well, because there's so many things that it, like each gamer likes, you know, like some some people like a little more story, some like a little more action. So they're like, oh, well, we're making a game. Well, we're going to put more story, more action in it. And you're going to love it. <laughs> and you know what I mean? So it's like there's no way to really. Right. I mean, some of these categories, like I, I think the ones that are like the best music are probably better or best art direction. I think those are better categories than actual yeah. best action slash adventure game. Or always like best uh, action game. The best performance. 
like voice acting. Oh wise. yeah, well, acting, the Hellblade, uh, she, the the chick that played uh, the character in Hellblade, she won that, didn't she last year? Yeah, and and, yeah, and that's yeah, what got my of... attention about Hellblade was that. Yeah. So, and there were a lot of good voice actors this year in video games. Voice work was amazing, especially with such with as many character driven games there were. But yeah, I voted. Yeah. I'm excited vote for best people. mobile game. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, hit up, hit up thegameawards.com. I think it's thegameawards.com, but if you just type in Game Awards 2018, it'll be the first hit, and it's a super nice website. Go over there, vote, make your voice heard, and uh, we'll see what happens on December 7th when that show airs. So it'll be a lot of fun. Oh, moving maybe. on. Yes, moving on. What we got? Uh, just a quick one here. Uh, it was announced this week that PUBG is finally coming to PlayStation 4 on December 7th as well. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I, I wonder if it's a little later than it should have been, but yeah. uh, it'll be nice for that player base to expand. Now all they got to do is is unlock crossplay, and it could yes, work. yes. Well, you know they had to ride that uh, you know the Microsoft wave. You know they got to. I mean, I get it, I get it, and the, I know PUBG would have preferred blah, blah, blah. to come to PlayStation a year ago, but they got bought, or they didn't get bought, but they made a deal. Yeah. Uh, mm. So this this strikes me as it's it's almost been exactly a year. So I bet it was twelve months of exclusivity. Yeah. Well, you know what we you know what we have been on the Xbox side. We've been the year beta testers for for these guys. You know, yeah. as they figured isn't out what the, the hell they were the doing. Yeah. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah, I got turned off of that game because of the beta, because of the beta ness. The beta ness. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Trademark. I beta-ness. bought a copy. I played like three matches, and I was like, "That." Oh, I can't believe it. Fortnite does it better. Oh, yeah, dude. It's just, it's just, it's there's, there's just so much jank, and yep. I wish there was less. I love that yeah. word. Well, I mean, they've cleaned it up since, since then. They've done a lot of, I mean, there's been a lot of patches dropped on that bad boy. I know, but like, it's too late. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it's never now too that, late. Come and I, I've gotten a lot of pushback on this opinion, but never really, really good evidence. But I don't know why a new player would buy PUBG if they could buy Call of Duty with Blackout. Yeah, I know there's a there's a cost difference, so the upfront is there, but the quality is just so much higher in Blackout versus it PUBG. is. But and I the mean, play just doesn't seem that different. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Black Ops has got their own server problems. I mean, do they? Are they having issues? Yeah, I keep well, hearing people well, okay. regretting buying it. Okay, so yeah. I I turned this I turned it on like uh, PUBG like last week, and I still have the issue where the map does not load by the time I hit the ground. You still have the Play-Doh effects on the buildings? Yeah. The fact that that still happens is an issue. Wild, dude. It's wild. And that's a, it's, it's now full retail release. Yeah, but is that, you're on the OG Xbox, yeah? Or are you on the Yeah, S? but like, that, that, it, it should be known then. Like, they should think, go, hey, if you're playing this on an OG Xbox, right. you're in Play-Doh I think, graphic I think now. games should run fine on an OG <laughs> Xbox. If they want to run better on an Xbox One X, that's good. But like, they should not be like... Play-Doh. I know that's such a that's such a lame word, but like they're just big hunks of goo in in, in PUBG. It's only a problem if you get stuck in said goo while it's right. Because yeah. I've seen that happen. Uh, all right, so that that felt like a smaller announcement. This was a big one. Uh, Xbox. It wasn't even really officially announced. It was kind of just like leaked, but then it was kind of confirmed or you know quote unquote confirmed by a number of sources. But it seems that Xbox may be on the way to releasing a console in 2019 
that is an Xbox One, but does not have a disk drive. Do it. So it is not. It is not the next generation console. It is this generation. It would. I. I would expect it to be equivalent to the Xbox One S for price purposes, but it does not have a disk drive in it. It'll be entirely digital. Is this so, the same thing they did with 360 back in the day with the like 360 Lite or whatever it was? Yeah, it was like. It, no, it still had a disc tray, but like yeah, it was smaller. It was like an even smaller 360. Because I I thought the only purpose of that one was to just to be able to play like online online games like. No, like I, remember uh, I don't back know. In the day, I don't but know. At that point, I already had like the support of their online storefront enough to 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 like justify having a discless console because i know uh the last 360 console they made was just it was like an xbox 360 e it was called an e-model and it was basically just a brick like uh it, it was quite small and it was just a big square meaning it was a big no black disc- square no meaning no, no it had a disk drive it had disk oh, drive it, it oh wow that's it, a it was just piece of hardware. the perfected model yeah here, I'm gonna put it in the Discord for you, dudes, just so you right, can cool. see it. But for those who are listening, he's talking about it's a it's a very sleek looking Xbox. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the last 360 anyway, that they ever made. Xbox One, discless, very exciting. Uh, but there's a piece to this story that I think a lot of people overlook, and it's that there there the 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 leak also mentioned a program that will be enacted yes. that. Uh, you can take your physical copies of games because a lot of people would be worried about this. Oh no, I have like physical copies and I don't know what I can't play them on this yeah. Xbox. No, uh, apparently you can take your the physical copies of the games that you have access to, take them to a Microsoft store, turn them in, and they will give you digital codes for all those games. So you don't have to get rid of them. I so that's uh, cool. to me, this is the news. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I I think having discless is is definitely. Um, I think I feel as if they are re-testing the waters for for all digital. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Because because they've announced it before for Xbox One, and they're like, yeah, all digital, online all the time. I don't and think that actually. People lost their freaking minds though. You know, and then they said, "Oh, well, well we're it's start, absolutely we're back on advantageous financially for them to be digital, yeah, because then they don't have to make anything, not physical, which is nice." The so I, I see this in two ways. Number one, they're absolutely reaching out to people who may be interested in getting a newer box, uh, people who are interested in going all digital but have been, you know, hesitant because of of you know having access to all these physical discs. The other part of me is like, so are you? You're basically selling your physical discs for the costs that you would have been getting uh, if you were to sell them used. So now you can't sell these copies used anymore, uh, which is a bummer. You know, and that's that's the the cost of going all digital. There's no such thing as a used game market anymore because everything's on your hard drive, and so you're giving up that opportunity with with this switch. So uh, I would keep that in mind as well. But to be honest, I don't think this Xbox is for people with large physical libraries. I think this is for people who don't have any library. This is for people who don't have any console. This is for mom and dad who are interested in getting their kids something. And this is going to come out at like 180 200 bucks. And it's uh, if they're smart, they'll give you a pretty solid package of Xbox Live and Game Pass. And that'll be it. And yep. you can just you can go big. 
And when you compare that to what PlayStation has to offer right now, blows it out of the water. I think that uh, this is just, uh, how can I put it? This is just like uh, last year, Phil Spencer came out at E3 and was just talking about giving gamers choices. I think this is just another choice. Oh, I, well, because, I, like, I, absolutely. Until, until two weeks ago, I did not own one physical Xbox One game or PS4 game. All my games were digital. And right, like, okay. until. Like two weeks ago, I started working at my at my new job. So like, so like that this would have intrigued me if you told me, oh, no disk drive runs runs a little bit better, has a four terabyte hard drive inside of it. Trading your old console, get this for a discounted <laughs> price. Done. I would I would have been done. I'm like, cool, dope. All I need. Don't be a couple codes for some games and some game more Game Pass <laughs> well, or whatever. I'm, I would have been loving, told. I'm loving this digital uh, trade in. Thing, you know, because so I have yeah. plenty of, of games, and and as games go backwards compatible, like is that is that also extend to that? Like that would be phenomenal. Oh my goodness, you know, because I'm still holding on to a lot of these uh, discs. I would love to be able to just transfer over digitally, mm. but you know, we'll see. So I, I I think I think yes, it's about choices. Yes, it's about price point, and yes, it's about testing the waters to see to reintroduce this idea of an all digital console i think it's all of those things i don't think we'll see a main xbox console like i don't think scarlet will not have a disk drive i don't think I, microsoft will make that uh well, they, they've talked about how there will be two versions of scarlet you know the yeah the one that doesn't have a disk drive and is always connected and is and what will be the upgraded version of whatever this is and then they'll have the beefcake okay so that's great that's great. Like it, yeah. more choice is great. Yeah, I, because I, the problem I, I with the Xbox I, I One think they've at launch their was lesson. that they don't want to yeah. to 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 uh, make Go the choices for something. the consumer. Yeah, but allowing it uh, as an option is smart, and it also, you know, helps with with the uh, price point, and it helps with form factor and all all those things. You know. But yeah, and I like the idea of digital. I just the collector in me is cringing over the whole not having the physical copy. But well, the, uh, yeah, that's a that's a thing. There's a whole segment of people that 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 like collecting. They like having, you know, their physical. Right. Games. I mean, we, we we saw the frenzy of a physical copy of Fortnite, and look what that did. Mm. <laughs> physical copy of Fortnite. By the way, <laughs> want to point out yeah. that uh, the physical copies of Fortnite yeah. at my work right now are just DLC codes. Right. Oh, that's so that's like how that's like the physical release of PUBG. It was a right. box that had a code in it. Yeah. Oh, also, physical release of Fallout seventy six on PC is a cardboard disc with a code on it. <laughs> really? I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did a transaction of one, and the guy was like, "Is it on a disc?" And I opened it. And I was like, "Yep, there's a disc right here." And I opened it again. I was like, "I mean, there's a cardboard disc in here <laughs> that has a code on it." Oh man. But see, so yeah. so like really, we are essentially already in an all digital environment. You know what I'm saying? There, there's, there's cardboard discs being sold. There's actual discs with with nothing but, uh, you know, enough memory for just a, a proof of purchase that you put in there and then download it online. Like we're essentially already there. You know. Yeah, but as long as there's still collectors in the world, we'll still have disc games. Which yeah, absolutely. And you're gonna have you're gonna you know. So I don't. It's not necessarily uh, going away anytime soon, but it is g going away. You know. You heard it here from us. The world is not ending. 
disc games will continue to right. live on. Yeah, what it's going to be is something snazzy, the special edition. You're going to get something snazzy. Oh, yeah, code, the collector's you know? like editions a... are going to probably get more extravagant. Yeah, oh, yeah. you're going to have like a statue and a, and a code. That was Robot Baby. <laughs> collector's edition, Dizzy. Get that yeah. jacket for like 3000 bucks. Oh, don't, <laughs> oh, don't did you get... see that? I saw I, that. I, I, I looked at it. I looked at it on my phone on my way back, and my wife yeah. looked at me. She said, no. I was like, that is so cool. Oh, man. Did you hear about that one? That that $3,000 collector's edition game where you get this jacket and you get a... Yeah, Devil May Cry 5 has like what? Three different editions, (laughs) each over $1,000 a piece. Get out. Each one's like a different jacket or something? Yeah, yeah. they're designer jackets based on the characters. Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I looked at it. I was like, babe, I got really good credit. And she said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. bank loan? <laughs> She's like, nah. Nah. <laughs> dude, that's nutty, dude. I, I Well, I remember it was with uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. They came out with like an $800 one. And it had like a golden statue and like this leather map that you could hang on a, you know, your mahogany shelf. It was ridiculous. Uh, three grand. By the yeah, way, I already know like someone that. who's bought one. A guy Do I follow really? on Twitter, pre- yeah, Jeez. guy I follow on Twitter has bought one. Uh, Dizzy, see, see if you can look one up and and send it to the Discord just so Ty can uh can take a peek. These oh, things are kind of these things are kind of crazy. Edit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So while we're looking this up, we're going to go over to the last little bit of news, and it's not even a little bit. This is another just big groundbreaker. Sony is skipping E3 2019. Is that not crazy, <laughs> dude? It's nuts. It's so, huge. The implications, dude. There's just they're so interesting. I mean. Oh. It, it, it's not um well oh, oh they i think oh, the, first of all go. before we dive into this take a look at it's in the discord now oh my god take dude. a look at this uh it's, it's actually more it's uh it's actually eight thousand eight thousand dollars <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh, no, one, why does why no. does the jacket cost eight thousand dollars one's eight thousand one's twelve thousand and then the cheapest one i can't uh, I think is... I think it comes with the guy. I think the guy yeah, comes no, with it. The cheapest one is eight thousand. Oh, is, oh, is he your slave? <laughs> After, he comes along. He yeah. wears the jacket. It comes with you. an actual human being. <laughs> oh yeah. These are just leather jackets. Why does it cost twelve thousand dollars? Well, um, well, it also comes with the game. Are they handmade Ty. by slave elves? Like this is- <laughs> slave elves? Yeah, only the finest of slave elves. <laughs> Yeah, that's, well, I mean, you get the coat and a copy of the game, it says. So you, yeah. you know. Oh, and a oh, copy of the oh, game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We joke, Boom. but there have been collector's editions that have not come with games. Uh, so, oh, Red Dead Redemption did this. It happened to X1 Bros. He bought, like, the $120 collector's edition, and it was just a chest with a bunch of shit in it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Without the game? <laughs> with no game. That's horrible. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, so cold we, we joke, But stuff like that happens to actual good people. Oh, oh no. my gosh. That is so funny. So, you would, look, be careful, kids. Make sure you buy a collector's edition with a game. Please don't spend $8,000 and not get a game. Right, right, right. 
Oh my god. All right, so going back, going back, Sony is skipping E3 2019. The implications here are just absolutely insane because they haven't missed one in 24 years since E3 started. And they didn't even announce that they weren't going to be there until after E3 announced the lineup. So that obviously means they've got something that they don't want to compete with everyone with. They want to own the news cycle of whatever this announcement is. And so right now we kind of have this running theory and it's a pretty good theory that it's probably going to be PlayStation five that they're going to announce oh, yeah. this year. So. Yeah. More like didn't Nintendo sit out one time too. Well, Nintendo uh, kind of always does something very low key compared to everyone else. They just do another Nintendo direct, which they do kind of throughout the year. Yeah. So E3 for Nintendo has never been like the big announcements. It's always just been one of their yearly announcements. Yeah, like their last E3 like press conference where they like got on stage and talked about games was really bad. So they were just like, you know what? We're just gonna do state like <laughs> Nintendo direct it is. Yep. Yeah, and it's and it's always just a video. They don't I mean they they have a hall that they get everyone into, but then they just play a video like they play it on all the other Nintendo directs. Mm. It's not a show at all. Yeah, and then afterwards but, they just show gameplay. It's, yep, and it's yeah. good. I mean, that's what people want. It, it, yeah, I, 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 I feel like you know, with with PlayStation skipping and PlayStation doing their own thing, as long as they show people what they want, it doesn't have to be at E3. There's this, there's this running idea that you know all big announcements have to be at E3 because it's E3. But like, PlayStation is going to be great. They're gonna, they're gonna knock it out of the park. And I'm really excited to see what they show. I'm curious when it's going to be. Is it going to be before E3? Is it going to be after E3? But it's going to be huge and they're going to they're going to own it because with E3 it doesn't matter how big Xbox's announcement is on Sunday by Monday there's another big announcement and yeah. people forget about what Xbox announced and it's the same yeah. every day there's a big announcement on Monday up oh, too bad Tuesday announcements up oh, too bad Wednesday announcements right and so it just gets drowned and PlayStation's like we don't need any of that let's just do it ourselves screw you guys we're going home yeah, well, because, I mean, like, if, if if it is true that they are actually sitting on something big right now, they've got it, and and they waited a week, even, and then they they dropped it the the news. It would completely deflate whatever whatever hype build up the E three given. I think they're planning on doing. So like my question Nintendo was, direct. my question was, what does this mean for E three twenty twenty? So now that now that people know this is possible and and when PlayStation makes a big announcement and they will it's going to have a lot of coverage it's going to have all the coverage and so when Xbox or Bethesda or Warner Brothers Studios or whoever whatever big you know meaty meaty company sees PlayStation show that you don't need E3 to have a big announcement what does the next one look like do we start seeing more people fall off and trying to do their own thing mm. I think my thing is only Microsoft, Nintendo, and PlayStation could get away with. It. Yep. If you told me Ubisoft was gonna skip E3 and like just announce it at some other time, I wouldn't care. I don't know, dude. Uh, Blizzard, uh, Blizzard does it every year. Yeah, yeah, but, but they got their own LizCon. LizCon. That's the thing, though. Like, what's like to that? stop? What's to stop Ubicon 2020? Would you go to Ubicon 2020? If it was, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to BlizzCon, <laughs> but if it was close by, you bet your ass I would, dude. There's so I, many Ubisoft games that I play that are yeah, great. I don't of think course. I, could, I don't know. Like, it's just because, like, the thing is with like a Ubisoft press conference is just third part, more third party stuff where, like, so Microsoft that's, and Nintendo. That's games I can play. Like, well, 
I feel like BlizzCon can get away with it because Blizzard's been around for a very long time. Yeah, we're, you know? we're like, it didn't start off as a press conference thing. It started off as just a bunch of people who were in love with, like, Diablo, Warcraft, coming and StarCraft, just coming together and, like, hanging out and playing games. And then Dude, it grew you feel like that? they couldn't make a convention out of people who play Siege and Assassin's Creed and The Division. You <laughs> well, are like, there are, there, are, yeah. there are Siege conventions and stuff like that. Like, I'd be, that, I'd, those I'd are things. I'd be at UB. But, like, <laughs> off the console, though. But, like, <laughs> I don't think that, like, they, like, the gravitas of Microsoft and Nintendo and Sony that like the other ones like like to be honest when i watch e3 i go okay like ubisoft and like uh this probably sounds bad but ubisoft and ea those are my bathroom breaks like (laughs) you don't watch them dude i mean no no i watch them don't get me wrong but like if i fall asleep during a ubisoft one i just look at my phone and check twitter and go okay cool well, We're okay. Like, so that is that is a great point. The thing thing is, information has changed, right? Where everything is instantaneous, right? You don't necessarily have to be at the convention. You can everybody is over there live tweeting. That you can you can see the show live uh, more often than not, and or wait for an hour, and all the inf- all the news is out there, right? With with the clips and everything right good to go so information is so fast um that that um you know you're beginning to see these these uh, companies saying there let's let's just i do mean our to be fair i time. definitely did that with exo 18 i was i because i was in the airport i was in and out of signal and i was just used i used twitter and i checked major nelson's feed and he had all the announcements i'm like all right cool i got it uh and yeah. and you can do that with a lot of you can do that with a lot of press conferences, but I think the argument here is is can could 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 other major press conferences that are normally <clears throat> normally a part of E3 be their own major press conference outside of E3? And I think the answer is absolutely. So like think, you know PlayStation's right. not doing PlayCon, you know, they're right. they're yeah, not doing um, their PSX, own convention. Yeah. It doesn't need to be their own E3. They're going to do a big press they're going to do a big show just like PSX normally is and it's yeah. going to own that entire week of news. Oh well, it, it okay. I do agree with before. that. Like, I do agree that any other any company could. Well, like Nintendo does it every six, every three months. Exactly. They exactly. Direct, yeah, I think any company could do that. But so, like, so does this take? Because I know going to E three and putting on that big show super expensive, super yeah, super yeah. big money dump. And so, does Microsoft see PlayStation do this and say, you know, does E three have the value anymore? Because we can just do we can just do EXO nineteen and another EXO nineteen and do it wherever we want and do it for cheaper and get yep. probably quite a bit of eyeballs. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and and I think just do that. I think it's like kind of like the it's the experience of it. Like so, like for example, like when I think of big like pop culture experiences, I think of E three and Comic Con. Mm-hmm. What if and like last year. Marvel was not at Comic Con. Like right. they were just like, we're not doing Comic Con. We're not. We have nothing to show. Uh, DC was there, and it felt like something was missing. Like, like, yeah, like, See, yeah, yeah, like shows and stuff You're like right. that. Yeah, but like Marvel, like they were there and they talked about comics, but they didn't talk about movies or anything else. And it felt like something was missing. Where, like, I think that's how this year's E three, like. 
Microsoft can go and show like the greatest press conference ever, go games, 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 games. And they will now because like a lot of third parties are like, how are we going to show off our games? And Microsoft's going to come there with arms wide open, go, we're right here. Right. We have no problem with you dropping a two minute trailer of your new game at our uh, press conference now. Unless Sony's got something planned for E3 anyway. Like the day after E3, they go, oh, we've got a Sony Direct or something like that. that I mean, that's, the, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that they, they'd make the announcement that soon after E3, but if yeah, they want, like, if they want you know, to take the yeah. air out of the room one week after E3, you know, throw some cryptic uh, uh, invitations to the press, you know, It'd be freaking. It would be a, really. It would be a marketing uh, bonanza for, for for them, you know. But but we don't even know if that's the case. That's all speculation. Yeah, <clears throat> it, uh, it is. It's true. But but um, there, 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 there is a, a certain thing of the frenzy, right? There's there's a fun uh, to speculate. There's fun in the the hype train, and and some of the conversation isn't necessarily. It's fun for us as 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 uh you know uh, onlookers at the whole thing at the whole show, but when when the conversation is like oh like who who won uh, E three as opposed to what what were the, like the core announcements it be, it, it kind of shifts you know what I'm saying less on the news and more on the drama, uh. And and maybe 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 you know the Sony's just trying to get control more of of the narrative, but it, but it really does. It, it is fun. E three and the whole. I drama do have a question for fun. you guys though. Go ahead. So like, everyone watched uh, PlayStation's press conference last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, you guys noticed that a lot of stuff didn't get dates, right? Right. Like we saw a lot of trailers and no release dates. What if like the reason they're not doing a press conference is because they're just gonna wait. And everything that got a not, like got shown off at PS at E3 last year is just a PS5 launch title now. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of the reason why they say they skipped PSX because they just didn't have anything new to show. Yeah, because like if they, if that's the if like they come out tomorrow and go, well, reason we're skipping is because I mean, what are we gonna do? Show you another teaser trailer for The Last of Us? And yeah, that's exactly Death Stranding. Right. What are we gonna see? More Death Stranding trailers. More Death Stranding trailers that no one can explain. It's just gonna get more. <laughs> yeah, more babies in pe- inside grown yeah. men. Right. Yeah. Which, which, like, if if I guess it's because we don't have context on what they're doing, but it would hurt me to know that, like, okay, all these games that they've been touting for like the past two years at E3 are just gonna be PS5 launch titles. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see. It's all speculation. Um... Yeah. And that's the but fun of it. The fun, I the think fun cool. of this is is you know the we could talk about the implications, yeah. business wise, and E three moving forward, and these companies. What was the, what was the last um, um, expo right that that uh, Xbox said? Oh, we're gonna skip, and they did their own show, like a special version of Inside Xbox, this past year. What? Uh, uh, well, they did Inside Xbox at Gamescom. Yeah, Gamescom. That's right. That that's what it that's was. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They didn't have a keynote at, at Gamescom. They just did inside Xbox. Right. 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 Which. Yeah. They, and it was it was a special show, and they did a great job. And you oh. know they saved a lot of money on it, and they and they got just as much coverage. Oh, and, I'm yeah, excited absolutely. To see what Xbox is going to do. Because everyone who wants to see Xbox is going to see it. Yeah. Yep. So I mean. 
It's hard to say. Yeah, what's the viability of E3 moving forward? I mean, I, I, I would, I would say that it makes sense, but at the same time, part of me just loves, just loves the drama of it, you know. But that's not necessarily beneficial for the companies. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just really love the spectacle of E3. Me like, too. Everybody does, but, especially here, like living in New Zealand, like staying up to like six in the morning to watch a press conference and like going and get crappy breakfast and stuff like that. <laughs> but like knowing that a couple of years from now, it'll just kind of not be a thing anymore. Just really, really sad now. Yeah. That, that prospect is, uh, is, is, well, I yeah. mean, there's always going to be hype, but uh, yeah, there's yeah. always going to be I, other shows. If, but know. I will say, yeah. I think that uh, third parties are going to take over uh, E3 now. I think that that's yeah, what possibly. we'll see. More PC stuff. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think maybe what'll happen is just, E3 will just be like a big trailer show. Like E3 will just go, hey, right, right. give us all your trailers and we'll and like you just come up onto our stage and show it off and we'll just stream it all live. Because this thing, one thing to, one thing to right? consider is that we there's a lot of E3 that we don't see that's on the floor. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I don't that's not going anywhere, not anytime soon, at least in my oh, opinion. No. Oh no, oh yeah, 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 yeah. because um, they're not utilizing the same theater, right? Like Microsoft has oh, their theater. No, no they're, they're all over the place, yeah. Yeah, Microsoft actually theaters. owns the theater across the way. Right. So I mean, you yeah, know, it's pretty badass. It's it's you, you know, you know what know, I want to see. I want to see uh, all the indie uh, guys come together, make indie three. You know what I'm saying? Indie. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's Daddy, what I want. You better see. copyright that term. I better copyright yeah. that. Yeah. Term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. All right, guys, that's all I got for the news, man. That's it. We made it. It took us almost two hours, but we got there, dude. Let me tell you, we made some some damn good time. It's almost like we're getting good at this thing. I think we did some some good self policing today. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. We we. I didn't you know what, guys? Let me tell you. In chat. Before before we uh, we hit record, we're like, all right, guys. You know, let's you know, don't, let's not be afraid to tell people to move on. And I'm saying this, and I'm like, but really, that means tell me to move on, right? <laughs> like, help me, help me, uh, not meander. Um, so we did good. We're at an hour forty-five right now. Freaking oh, solid. nailed it. Um, but let's talk about a new five-star review. Oh my goodness, we have a new oh. five-star review on hey! iTunes. Let's go. Let's go. Oh my goodness, let me tell you. Last week. I was so afraid that we weren't going to have a five-star <laughs> review. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, we need another one for next week. Get on iTunes, okay. five-star it, write us a nice little comment. I mean, really, it could, it could be a mean comment. I'll still read it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just uh, but, but it really, it helps us out a lot. So, here we go. Um, the, we have a five-star review. It is from Red Star Sage, uh, part of the uh, Hardcore Casuals community. Uh, we love Red. And Red says, uh, these dudes genuinely enjoy what they are doing as content creators. Their voices make me moister than an oyster. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Their voices make me moister than an oyster. Uh, other than that, for real, the hardcore casuals have become my home over the past year and a half. The fact that now I have a podcast to listen to when they're offline from streaming makes me happier than anything. If you enjoy all things gaming and just pop culture in general, check this out. That is such a wonderful comment. Thank you so much, Red, and we really do love you. Uh, thank you for that five-star review. 
uh, and those wonderful uh, words. That was nice. So yeah, moisture than an oyster. Moisture than I'm an gonna... oyster. Mm, I'm stealing that. I'm stealing that might that. that might just be the title for the podcast. <laughs> oh please no. <laughs> Oh, please no. All right. Oh, I choked yeah. on my we'll, we'll, we'll come up with something better. All right. Um, but Buddha, tell me, what, what do we got going on? on the? Uh, now you have some time to flex out. Uh, now that I have some time. Man, oh, gosh. Uh, as far as Game Pass, we already talked about what's coming on the Game Pass. PUBG, Agents of Mayhem, Thief of Thieves. Uh, but we didn't talk about the uh, new feature that's on Game Pass as far as preloading. Um, you can now load uh some of these games up beforehand before they even come out such as uh, crackdown 3 is available now you can actually download it you won't be able to play it until release but you can go ahead and pre-download it so that way so what are you time, downloading because it's not like the game has gone gold yet i don't know exactly to be honest with you i don't know exactly how that works um i'm assuming it just it downloads everything you need and then uh, uh. Oh, are you talking about like uh, preloading a game? Or is it like an alpha build and then they're going to... I I don't know. uh, When it comes to the preloading of Game Pass. When a game goes gold, that just means that it's sent to the... uh, Like sent to be basically distributed. Right. Like, so when you pre... Like you can put up a game to be preloaded at any point. Right, but like, okay, if I preload it now, that means that... They're just, I mean, I'm just going to have to load it up again when they make the finished product. No. So, like, they will have something that you download. Like, they will have a build of the game. Yeah, but, like, it's, like not the, it's not the build, and you can't play it until release date anyway. So, uh, oh, like, which game are we talking about? Like Crackdown 3. It's not out till oh, February. Like, why would do you preload that now? Yeah, you can. It's like, what do you, you're not, you're obviously okay, going to that's completely different. That's completely different. Like, they yeah, that's what February. I'm saying. Like, that means that, they, no, that you're gonna have a massive update. If it's coming out like like two like two days from now, of course I want to be able to pre-download it. But it, because you know. like because like I was thinking like okay, it comes out in like a month. Like a month from now, yeah, you'll have something to download because right. you basically get a review build, reviewers build or something like that, and they put that in there and then they just swap it over, and you get your day one download like every other game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't no. look to see. I didn't try it out. I, I, I guess I should have. I should have just tried download and see what see what actually downloads how much of the game are you actually getting um i'm i assume that you're going to get something and then maybe if you're downloading the launch. full game then that just means that the launch is the launch date is just semantics like that's just yeah well i think I, I don't think it's like a complete download you know you'd get whatever they yeah. have and then whatever's left to actually make the game go live is what you would get in that final little yeah. little download mm-hmm. before the game goes live yeah, I, I, I think weird. I think so at this point, this this, this early is just placeholder, and then it just tells the the Xbox to be like, okay, let's let's download it. When, when I mean, maybe ready. this is their way of saying yes, Crackdown is actually coming out. Like it's look, go ahead and download it now. We're so sure <laughs> yeah. it's coming. We're so sure. Yeah. We're, this is it, right? Yeah, I'm prom- we promise. We promise it's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> so with all that, so all that coming on to X, uh, to the Game Pass, we've got some stuff that's uh, checking out at the end of the month, right? So we've got uh, uh, Guacamole. Uh, I remember Guacamole. Guacamole. I, I, I good think game. I've got it in my backlog somewhere, and I never did. It's got it. a sequel so, out now too. Yeah, Guacamole yeah. too. Yeah. Oh baby. So uh, that's leaving. 
Uh, Brothers Tale of Two Sons is leaving. Um, if you've not game. played that, that's actually Ooh, a really good game. Uh, it's by the guys that did uh, A Way Out. So you might want to oh, okay. get on that one. Uh, Casey Powell, Lacrosse 16. Uh, I know it's going to oh, break man, a lot of people's baby. hearts. Man. But that one is leaving as well. Uh, Resident Evil Zero is leaving. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, Devil's Daughter. Uh, the Technomancer. And uh, another little one, a little indie game. I think, Manny, I don't know if you played This War of Mine, Little Ones. I don't know if you played that one or not, that but one. that one's... Uh, that game's that one. depressing. It is, is very it depressing. Really? It's Yeah, it's about kids like starving in Russia. Yeah, you so, gotta go out um, and get food for them to keep them alive and stuff. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a yeah. fallout shelter, but ten times more depressing. And you have yeah, to yeah, everything. it's a sad one. It's a sad one. But uh, yeah, those games will be leaving at the end of the month. So get them while the getting's good. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna have to you know feed some kids. Apparently, that's what I'm gonna have to. Yeah, do. yeah. <laughs> man, he loves the kids. Loves <laughs> the kids. Games with gold. Uh, we still have Battlefield One, uh, Race the Sun. It should be the one that's up now, right? Race the Sun. And then Dante's Inferno uh, for the 360. Our backwards compatible games are going to be Tom Clancy's End War, Tom Clancy's uh, Hawks, H-A-W-X. Never played neither one of those. Have no idea. Uh, free to play uh, Siege and NBA uh, 2K. Free weekend, baby. Well, actually, you know what? This is going to get actually, published you know on what? Monday. Yeah. <laughs> right, so, right. So I hope you get a chance to jump on I hope you have fun with it. Siege and NBA 2K. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope it was fun for you guys. Right. Um, new games of the week. Uh, obviously, Fallout seventy six, uh, Battlefield five, early access at the moment. I think. What is the live? It's uh, the twentieth, right? The twentieth yeah, is. Uh, is everybody gets to jump in on the madness? Yeah. Cool. Cool. So if you pre-ordered your deluxe edition, you're playing it right now. Uh, that's what I'm doing. All righty. Well, I guess on that note, it's time to uh, to say hey. Uh, what's up? Thank you guys so much for stopping in and, and hanging out. We are the Hardcore Casuals. Check us out at thehardcorecasuals.com where uh, we have the the blog, which I'm, you know, let me say, I'm actually really, really proud of uh, of the blog. We're, we're beginning to to show some some quasi regular content, and uh, all of that makes my heart smile. Uh, we have uh, an article. The last one posted was from uh, Nick Wo. Um, his his uh, and not really a review, but his first impressions on uh, on his uh, games that he's been playing. Uh, so go ahead, check that out. Of course, the podcast is over there, and you have li- links to the Discord and the Patreon. Uh, Patreon is there if you want to help support us and uh, uh, helps us a lot in making uh, future content. And of course, the Discord. Jump on in, join the uh, the community, jump in on the discussion. Uh, uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hang out with you guys. And I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving and holiday. Uh, you know, the holidays coming up. Uh, is there anything else that yeah. uh, that you guys want to say? Uh, you guys are great. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Look forward to seeing you on the other side. That's right. That's right. Dizzy Baku, thank you so much for stopping in and hanging out. Uh, we're no going to see D- Dizzy's links in the uh, in the, the, the notes. Uh, check him out. Awesome freaking dude. Yep. Sweet. And, and that's it. That's it. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we're out. Go. 
Go play Spyro. <laughs> Go play Spyro. <laughs> yeah. Already. Love you guys. I'll see you later. Peace. All right. Later. Bye. Later, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.